You're about to listen to episode 44 of Women Who Kill. If you have been liking the show so far, don't forget to stop by Apple Podcasts, formerly known as iTunes. Leave a rating, leave a review, helps new people find the show. The more people find the show, the longer I can keep doing this. Our guest today, a very funny writer, actor, comedian, Shannon Coffey. Hey. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. This is exciting. This is a... Actually, it's very sad, but also exciting. <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about uh, Miranda Barbour. Am I saying her name right? Barber. Yeah, Barbour. I was going to say Miranda Barber. It looks like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like that extra you, you know. But I was, I was thinking it was like neighbor. Uh-huh. Oh. Some people say neighbor. Oh, really? No. Oh, okay. I was like, well, I yikes. I, I haven't met those people. I've been <laughs> hanging around in the wrong places. Miranda was a, she's a 90s baby. Yeah. She was born in 1992. Ooh, so fresh. She's so young. Yeah. Still too old for Drake. So, Miranda Barbour was born, was she born in Alaska? Yeah. Everything that I found was that she was born in Alaska and lived there for, I think, like, the most of her beginning chunk of life. Which is really funny because one of her classmates, did you see, was uh, Willow Palin. Oh, really? Yeah. And like she had thought about murdering Willow huh? because she was like super annoying and hung out by her locker too much. That could have made her an American hero. Yeah. But she said she didn't do it because being stuck up wasn't enough, uh, enough of a reason to murder someone. You huh. needed to actually be bad. Okay. I was like, oh. But she did punch her. Where did you hear that? I think it was in one of the articles that she did. I'm pretty sure it's the Daily, what's it called? The Daily Item. Okay. The Daily Item, which is the article that made her super popular. Officially, Miranda killed one person, and we'll get into it. She claims that she has killed between 20 and 100 people. Yeah, she says that she stopped counting at 22 people because it was just getting, like, boring to keep track. And I think she's full of shit. We'll get into why later. Miranda, when she was growing up, was uh, molested by her uncle. Uncle Rick, yeah. Which is, like, the name alone. Uncle Rick. Yeah, I was like, you should have known to not put Uncle Rick near your kids. Right. Because there you go. It's like Uncle Rick, like, Uncle Steve, Uncle Bobby. Yeah. They're always they're always creeps. When she was three, apparently yeah. he raped her. He raped her and her sister, who's three years older. And it happened so many times and was so aggressive that it was really easy to actually convict him. Mm-hmm. And he actually got convicted. I think he was given like nineteen years, served nine, and then got out. But then actually got in trouble in twenty eleven for kid porn again. Right. So then he got sentenced to another. I think forty. 40- 35 or 40 years he's set to come out in 2035 is what i know this dude was fucked he used to be in the military which uh if you go uh down the list of uh, well-known male serial killers it's really surprising but maybe not so surprising how many of them used to be in the military yeah isn't that their way to to get to like a murder for free card basically yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like it's smart and i i mean yeah yeah it's it. terrifying <laughs> yeah richard richard ramirez had an uncle who was in the military who would show him yeah. pictures of uh of women like who decapitated had, women yeah. right yeah and he was so like creepy. oh yeah that's didn't know it but that's my jam yeah well and that's how he started now um her uncle 
police found a book that he wrote. I guess it was like under a bed or, you know, conspicuous hiding place that he had wrote that was like a how-to guide of of how to molest your kids and uh, relatives. Yeah. Oh, my god, Crazy shit. So... It is said that uh, she's uh, she's not an evil person, despite what she wants people to believe. She is just uh, really fucked up because she was heavily abused when she was a child. Now, when she was 13, it is said, and I don't know if this can be believed either, because she, at a certain point, starts to come across as um, a, a pathological liar. Yeah, and her family, like the bulk of her family, does believe that she's just really good at lying. She's a manipulative person. They say that she's always been this way and that she lives in like a dream world of her own imagination. Yeah. So a lot of what she says isn't believed, but I feel like after you start listening to her stories, they do kind of like become like symbolism for the evil that's in her life Mm -hmm. when she was 13 her parents say she ran away they don't know what exactly happened she says that she joined a a satanic cult yeah so she says she joined a satanic cult but she also mentions um that they weren't just into satan they were also into hating minorities which already seems like not a real satanic cult if you ask me the, the church of satan was like um, just so you know, we're not racist. Yeah, like, they were like, <laughs> we, we love everyone. Up. Yeah, so I really feel like this was not a satanic cult. This was just a bunch of neo-Nazis that she fell into, and she was like, I'll just add Satan to the mix because that it makes it cooler. cool? Yeah. Ugh. I really don't think she was in an actual satanic cult, but that's where she said she committed her first human murder. Well, she told her, her mom that this guy who who brought her into the cult. Forrest. Forrest with two R's. <laughs> typical white supremacist name. Yeah. Branded her on the back of her neck uh, by cutting a swastika. And did her parents ever check to see if she actually had a swastika cut Probably uh, into the not. back of her neck? I feel like they just weren't taking anything she said seriously. So they were like, okay, yeah, you got a little mark on your neck. She would have cut it in herself too, right? Because, I mean, she's also committed to her lies. I mean, that's commitment is uh, cutting a swastika under the back of your neck because you're going to need a mirror. You're going to have to have a very steady hand and make sure you're not putting it on backwards because that means something completely different. I right? mean, do you, listen, do racists care? Do they care? Do their, their intention is what matters to them. They I mean, usually, they're, they're pretty bad at execution. Yeah. Like when it comes, I feel like a lot of like racist tattoos are kind of like, always kind of messed up and you're like okay well obviously because you're a always fucking done idiot. in a garage or a prison yeah like it's it's hard to go into a, a legit tattoo parlor and be like i want some racist iconography and you're like oh well, of course so here you go <laughs> it's completely accepted now it's 2020 <laughs> so allegedly the guy was in his 20s and she was thir- 13 at the time and uh, she says that he got her pregnant and that they gave her uh, a home abortion yeah, they tied her up to a bed, they drugged her, and she said it was a gruesome in-house abortion, which is just like, again, did no one know, that? like, her parents didn't know this was happening at all? Yeah. Like, how do you, as a 13-year-old, find out that you're pregnant, and then not, like, your parents don't find out? Right, did she, uh, did she take a, she sneak a, a test? Can, I've never purchased a pregnancy test. 
So I don't know how it works. You just you just take it up to the the counter, right? Or if you're in a small town in Alaska, do you do you think that someone is like, mm, are you old enough to be buying this? Yeah, I mean, we can pretend that one of the Nazis bought her a test for her. Uh-huh. But I also think that's weird. I don't think. I mean, if you're this is what bothers me. If you're in this satanic cult and you're like, yeah, we're crazy, we kill people, then why would you, think you take gonna the be time like, to be like, sure? let's, let's get a pregnancy test? Are you sure you're pregnant? Yeah. They probably just, like, she probably was like, oh, I feel weird. Uh-huh. And they probably just were like, let's mess things up if this even happened. But again, if someone tied up a 13-year-old and they drugged her and they did this gruesome abortion. Yeah. Wouldn't she show some kind of like signs afterwards of she said that she was really beaten up. So wouldn't someone be like, wow, that 13 year old doesn't look like she's in good shape right now. Right. I would assume that that type of trauma would require hospitalization at some point. I mean, abortions aren't aren't just like a, yeah. a minor. You don't just procedure. like put an egg beater in there. It's <laughs> yeah. not that simple. It takes like even when you're doing like, you know, like back alleyway abortions, it yeah. takes some talent. So yeah. I don't know what she was pitching. Like, if they just took turns, like, there a doctor in the punching cult? her <laughs> belly. I don't know. Like, she just, again, she didn't think this lie through. Uh-huh. But, uh, but it is, it sets, you know, it sets some imagery. You're like, oh, no, of course she murdered. Look at her. She's 13. She's pregnant. She's worshiping Satan. And now she's got a baby. She said uh, it took her three years to become, like, a senior member of the cult. She did not become a senior <laughs> member of the cult. And and a, and a trained killer. Oh, yeah, I'm Because sure. it was not, a, not just a satanic cult. It was also a spy school. It was assassin school. And that's why her murder that got out is so clean and so <laughs> perfect, uh, where she didn't even, like, plan where she was going to do it. She mm-hmm. had to, like, go get cleaning supplies after she murdered, which is, like, already bad plan. You, you messed up. Uh-huh. You should buy your cleaning supplies, like, Literally like eight months before at least. So I'll believe that she was in a white supremacist gang and that she was abused by the men who were in it. Uh, yeah, but I would the, believe but that's that. as much of that as I believe. What happened between 13 and 18? 16 was when she allegedly exited the cult yeah. and went to rehab. Yeah, so her dad says that she started getting into drugs. Heroin specifically. Yeah, and she used to also do meth. And by this time, um, thanks to Dr. Phil, who later on reads her diary and reveals, like, she's already, like, cutting and doing, you know, trying to take her own life. Mm -hmm. Um, So she definitely gets um, put into a treatment center multiple times. So that's another reason why her family is like, we're not really sure when you had time to do all these murders that you were so good at completing because you were in treatment centers. What was the rehab called? The first one that, or the the main one that she went to? When I looked it up, I couldn't find like an exact place. Mm -hmm. And there was like so many different, like, like every reporting had different dates. And like one, one article was like, she has a son. I was like, she doesn't have a son. Like there were so many like. Yeah, it was said that she had a kid that got taken away from her. Yeah. But no one knows who the dad is or where the kid is. Right? Well, the kid is in foster care now. Okay. Um, and, like, when you talk to Miranda, like, throughout the entire, like, everyone who spoke to her, she has so many different reasons why she did this. Mm-hmm. So, at first, she's like, I'm murdering because, 
you know, it, at first it was like, oh, we just wanted to murder together, me and my husband, Elliot. Mm-hmm. Then it turned into we murdered bad people who deserve to die. Then it turned into I'm possessed. Then it turned into actually I murdered because I was really concerned about my daughter and I didn't think I could be a good mother for her. So I wanted her to get adopted. Right. So, But I needed to be taken out of the picture in the most extreme way possible. North Star. North Star is the name of the mental institution she was in as a kid. I wonder if is that still in Alaska? Because she mm-hmm, is from yeah. North Pole, Alaska, yeah. which is like really cute. Uh-huh. It's very cute. A, in a, an adorable <laughs> little padded cell. So who knows what the name of the rehab is, the drug rehab, but North Star was the mental institution that she was in and out of. Her parents, once they found out she was doing drugs, kind of put her on a, a, a lockdown when she wasn't institutionalized. So... It took, uh, I guess, it took a minute for her for her to find for her to find love, because she couldn't really get out and about and date, right? Yeah, but by 2010, she was already pregnant, yeah. so she was dating. She definitely was dating somehow. <laughs> oh, the internet—that's why the internet, because we're talking about the early 2000s. She met Elliot in October of 2013. What Wait, I no, no, no. That's when it happened. That's when it happened. They met in—I know they met in North Carolina in 2010 and she was nine months pregnant and when he met her he thought she was absolutely gorgeous because he specifically said like you know when you're pregnant like all the blood rushes to um your cheeks and other areas of your body and he just was like so obsessed with her pregnancy glow that he was like let's let's do this because she went she moved to north carolina because i was gonna make a bad fresh prince (laughs) reference Uh, but yeah, her parents basically sent her to, to, to live with her auntie and uncle in North Carolina because she was being too crazy in Alaska and they needed to, you know, you would think that the last place they would send her is to live with another uncle. Yeah. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea, but. Send her to the one aunt who's not married. Yikes. But apparently they were okay to her. Okay. Good. They weren't Satanists. They weren't rapists. They, so were, they weren't Satanists or pedophiles. Start. But she went to live with them. And in North Carolina is where she met this fucking weirdo. Elliot. But he has the weirdest spelling of it. I When I first started reading about this, I thought it was like another lesbian murder case. Oh, yeah. Because his name is spelled like a girl. Yeah. E-L-Y-T-T-E. It's it's pretty. It's so pretty. It's nice. Um, and at some point, he did have really beautiful hair. And some of the pics that I found, I was like, uh-huh. wow, okay. <laughs> beautiful hair for, for Elliot. They look like they like to like paint each other's nails black. You know what I mean? Yeah, they definitely were into the same stuff. And later on, you find out like they really are like, they kind of are like mirror images, like kind of like weird soulmates because a lot of, they have a lot of the same issues. And he had a really weird way of speaking. No 22-year-old should be using the word, like, magnificent in conversation, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, he talked like a magician. Well, he, like, loved, I think, like, just, like, he seemed to really enjoy life, even though, like, he, like, the murder happened on his birthday. Well, let's talk about the murder, because I guess we're, we're on the timeline now. Yeah, because we're there, you know? So, like, Miranda and Elliot meet. Elliot loves her. She's glowing. She's pregnant. He says that he loves that she's crazy. That's one of the things that attracts him to her. And that's not unusual. No, that seems pretty typical. (laughs) 
but you know, it's like, well, you know, you got what you signed up for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they quickly move, like, not too long after they start dating, they move to North Carolina. I mean, they knew they moved from North Carolina to Pennsylvania to live with his good friend Shay. And it's because he's trying to get away from his crack addiction, which he's picked up randomly. Elliot. Yeah. So Elliot was doing crack, and he said that basically every dollar he got, he would just spend on his drug dealer. So at this point, there's already a baby in the mix. And I don't know, just moving away from North Carolina supposedly fixes the crack addiction because by the time he's living... Because Pennsylvania doesn't have... A drug problem. It's a very clean all. place, is what I heard. According to the people who, in the news stories of this murder, they were like, Pennsylvania, things like this don't happen. And I'm like, murder happens everywhere. Oh, is that where all the Amish are in Pennsylvania? I think so, yeah. So they move to Pennsylvania, and uh, what do they do in their free time besides drugs? So Shay, okay, so according to their their housemate Shay, she says that they are so nice, so sweet, they're super clean, they cook breakfast in the morning, they take care of the kid, and it's completely normal. She has nothing ill to say about them. She's a longtime friend with Elliot. She, she actually, the way she speaks, like she has no idea that they were in, involved with anything bad. And even when the police come after the murder to question them, she's like, well, this is definitely not them. There's no way. It's no possibility. And they're, the police leave, and they're all talking as a group. She and posted pictures of her baby on Facebook. Yeah. Like, she's, everything is very normal. So, I mean, I don't know how that happens. Like, I don't know how you can go from being addicted to crack and then and instantly just moving and being like, oh, I'm okay now. Yeah. That seems like a stretch, but that's what they're saying. It's also said that that Miranda got Elliot into Satanism. Yes. So Elliot believes that Miranda has a demon. He 100% believes she's possessed. And so what they would do is, like, she's called Super Miranda when it comes out. Yeah. And she would come out a lot during sex. Which is, I guess, a psych psychiatrist might call uh, an altar, right? Yeah. And, well, Miranda also... She was given the diagnosis of being schizophrenic and bipolar. So a lot of the people believe that, you know, she created Super Miranda to deal and cope to deal with, with all the that abuse, abuse. Uh, from her childhood. But she definitely kept I'm assuming on she was also Super not medicated, Miranda. right? Like she seems like if she were supposed to be taking meds at this point in time, she would just be like, fuck that. Yeah. Like I honestly like they say she was medicated when she was in treatment centers and that she was supposed to supposedly still medicated but honestly like the way everything turned out this seems like she didn't do it yeah like she didn't continue to do her right medication so on their three week anniversary yeah they get married and then literally like 19 days later on his birthday they decide to murder someone yeah they're like hey you know it would be so sweet so adorable if we if we kill a man together yeah and mm. it's so random it's just basically they post on craigslist or no they find a craigslist posting from this man troy laferrera who says that he wants you know female companionship yeah and then they meet up with him but elliot's hiding in the back of the car he's under a blanket and the plan is she's gonna say have you seen the stars tonight and that's gonna be his his uh code to jump up 
and strangle this guy to death. So Troy Lafar, he's 42. He Poor was guy. 42, and he he's huge. He's six. Uh, I wrote it down. Every he's article like, made a point of mentioning how tall and big he yeah, is. Because she's very tiny, and right. she looks very kind, and she took this guy out with 20 stabs. 6'2", 278. Yeah. Like, I, you know, if I was going to attempt to murder someone, I wouldn't choose a guy that size. Yeah. It's just, oh, you're asking for a lot of trouble. Right. And I don't know how they, Elliot is a very, very tiny, his nickname is Elf. Like, uh. he's a very <laughs> tiny man also. So these two kids were like, we're going to find the biggest person and we're just going to take him out. Well, what actually, what happened first was they tried with two other guys and, uh, you know... Just like Craigslist, they flaked. The first Ugh. two guys who were supposed to meet up with her uh, flaked. So Elliot was, n- or uh, Troy was number three. Wow, lucky number three. Yeah, third time's a charm. And I, I also read that that Miranda said that at one point Elliot chickened out and didn't, wasn't able to to strangle him. Or the cord broke or something. Yeah. What I was w- he using? Like a. I mean, it couldn't be like an extension corridor because that wouldn't break. Yeah. What? But then did he th- just find something in the back of the of his car? I think so because it doesn't feel like they really planned. Again, they, even though they were trying to do this and they were technically planning it, they didn't feel like they. I didn't. They didn't think it through. Like, why would you murder someone in your car? In yeah, in your own car. Like, why wouldn't like if you're gonna strangle, you want to get something that wouldn't break? Especially if you're gonna if, stab someone, put some plastic down first. Yeah, something. like I'm like that's wild to me. Like you didn't expect to get away with this at all. And later on, she's like, "Oh, I totally wanted to get caught." So, but I, I'm like, I don't know. Of course, you would say that after how bad this murder is, like right. how sloppy it is. Like, I wouldn't be like, I was totally trying to get away. That would make <laughs> me feel even dumber. Uh-huh. They stabbed him, or she stabbed him twenty times. So I guess the only thing that they planned was to have a knife. Well, and when she got questioned the first time, she she denied it. But then the, when she came back later, she said, you know, she was trying to claim that she was a victim and that he was hurting her and it was yeah. self-defense. And she says that she just always has three knives in her car. Like, that's just something. <laughs> you know, as people do. Yeah. Like, I guess so. Uh, I mean, I, I don't have a car, so I don't know. There, a lot of people keep weapons in their car for self-defense. Yeah. Uh, but usually a knife isn't one of those, you know, nor a tire iron, a flashlight, you know, the club. Maybe mace. Mace, pepper yeah, spray, something. taser, a gun, I don't know. Yeah, but her choice was three knives and his <laughs> choice was a cord that was easy to break. Yeah. <laughs> so they stabbed the guy 20 times and then uh, they're like, oh, we got to get rid of him. So they just, they don't even hide him, which... It would probably be pretty difficult for two small people to hide a giant dead body. But, I mean, possible. You know, again, if you thought this through, you'd say, where are we going to put this person? Uh, let's, you know, we don't know what they're going to look dismember, like. Dismember, I don't know. Anything but no. And, you know, supposedly in her past, she had dismembered bodies. Yeah. You know, in her grand stories of killing 22 to 100 people, she would talk about throwing body parts out car yeah. windows. But Bo- Bodies that no one has ever found. Ever. And, so uh, that th- could have been an option. That even uh, unsolved cases, mm-hmm. they they couldn't couldn't track it back to the methods that she described. At all, because of course every family member who lost someone in a murder was mm-hmm. like, "Is this is she the one?" Yeah, but they still like they tried, and they're like, "No, this this doesn't add up." And as much as she wants murders pinned on her, 
we can't do it. It doesn't fit. It's not, <laughs> it doesn't. not working out. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, they just dump the guy on the side of the road. Yeah, they, they dump don't him even, they in don't an alley, him. but it's not even like a, a hidden alley. It's literally in someone's backyard. Yeah. So they find him quite immediately. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the kicker is they left his cell phone. They left his cell phone and they left his wallet, but I think they took the money out. Mm-hmm. So they initially, uh, so she got arrested pretty quickly because uh, I'm sure they had tracked her Craigslist posting to the meetup, but then she tried to deny it and say she'd never met the guy before, but they had his cell phone mm-hmm. that had calls from her. Yeah, so they had the exchanged text, and the last, his final call was a call to her cell phone, so obviously. So Elliot was arrested a few days after she was. The cops ask Elliot if they could talk to him because they want to get to know more about Miranda, see, like, I, I'm, I'm guessing motive, right? Okay, like, so he's not even a witness at this point. No, at this point, he's already, like, the news have has uh, done, have, they've done interviews with him, and he's like, I really believe, you know, my wife did this in self-defense. Um, he already spoken to the cops. He pretends that he didn't even know that she had met up with this man. Mm-hmm. Um, he he says that you know his wife routinely gets paid for just like conversations with men. With oh, what did men. he what did he call them? He he called it something. He it was like worded it so f- magnificent conversation. I think he called yeah, it. Yeah, he's he's very like fantastic <laughs> with his with his language. Um, but he gets he gets taken down to the police station and while they're driving him there they start showing him all their cameras and they're like oh you know we we're gonna go through all these cameras and that's how we're gonna figure out where she was and you know we can prove that she was in the car with him and you know we could zoom in and we could see who's in the passenger and who's driving and just learning that they Uh said like before that he was cracking jokes he was fine he started sweating yeah and then he basically asks one of the officers to leave and he asks to stay with the one who is driving, and he asks him for a cigarette. And as he lights it and takes his first drag, he goes, well, I guess this, this is my last cigarette as a free man, <laughs> and gives himself up. <laughs> and then after that, like, immediately he gets questioned, and he just, like, is so, it's like he's having so much fun with it. He's sharing the details about how... He says it's weird, but I had a really great birthday. I know, you know, we murdered, but oh, it was yeah, a good time. Oh, yeah, they went out to a strip club and had burgers. Yeah, so first they go to Red Robin, they get burgers. <laughs> then, and while they're at Red Robin, Red they're Robin. openly talking about how it's so random that they just murdered, but now they're at Red Robin having burgers. Do you think burgers? the waitress was like, um, so <laughs> do you want the, the fucking chicken fingers or not? Like, Oh, they got, what did, I think the officer asked them if they got, like, the endless fries or the they they're like they so dumb they're like talking about the menu Uh and he's like the burger was fantastic (laughs) he's literally talking about how this fast food was the best meal of his life Uh and then so then they go to a strip club like you said but they didn't have fun because even though they're on this high she's complaining that all the girls are dirty Uh which i'm like okay what you weirdo you're being judgmental now after you murdered someone they're dirty Uh uh-huh and um, she says, like, it's killing their vibe. Well, um, was it during the day? Because it, it really depends. Did they, if they went to the day, the day shift at a strip club, she might have been right. I, I mean, maybe I have to go to the strip club to decide if I, if I agree with her or not. I don't think the most popular girls work, work lunch. You know, it's kind of like servers yeah. at a restaurant. Like, they, they put the best people on <laughs> the, 
the dinner shift. It's just a cleaning lady at lunchtime. <laughs> She's like, I'm just trying to make a couple dollars while I'm here. Might as well. I'll dust this pole while I'm out. It's no big deal. But yeah, this just, I mean, pretty random, pretty wild. So the motives vary. Their story uh, was all over the place. At one point, they said they killed him because Miranda told him that she was 16 years old. And he said, it's okay, I still want to have sex with you. Yeah. So that's when they were trying to pretend that they go out and kill bad people. And that was like Miranda's angle. She said that she had previously killed a woman who was prostituting her son and that they would routinely go out and find, you know, evil dudes who were having sex with children. And it would be smart if they had just said, we kill homeless people. That would be believable because uh, it's it's hard to find, you know, homeless people die for all kinds of reasons. And unfortunately, the police don't care a lot. Yeah, I mean, that would have been better for them. For their story to be more believable. I mean, it's like, it's hard because their story is so inconsistent that... It, it They just didn't stand a chance. Yeah. They really didn't stand a chance. If you're killing people who are molesting their family members, their family members are, are still going to report them missing. Yeah. And, you know, at the same time, like, they didn't even ever try, when they finally got to court, they never even tried to, to hit that angle and say, hey, we're children who have mental illnesses yeah. and we are hallucinating about demons and yeah. we actually thought we were doing something good. They never even try that angle, but they say that a lot in the media. I think mostly just for attention because this only came out after she was sitting in her cell for two months. Yeah. So I think she got bored and was like, um, you know what? I'm not going to go out like this. Let's not forget, after they killed the guy, they went to Walmart to buy cleaning supplies and they got like bleach wipes, just a, a few random items that didn't seem to be enough. Yeah. So, A, like I said before, you know, you don't want to buy your cleanup afterwards. Right. You want to think ahead, you know? That's like crime. One oh, that's like crime what, zero, what comes zero, before zero. 101? Yeah, like, I don't. That, that's like the prerequisite to crime. That's just like bubble ass, like common knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> like, I feel like fetuses know that. <laughs> And then I I wish I couldn't find anywhere what the car actually looked like. After it was a RAV4. But did they say anything about what how much cleanup they were actually able to do? Because at no point if you get like well she gave slipped, up. Okay. At some point she just said it was it's this isn't working it's so it's too bad. What happens to the car? Because I couldn't find what happened to the car. Like do they just keep the car covered in blood? Maybe I mean it's a, red it's a three hundred pound man is probably gonna bleed a lot. Yeah. And, I mean, and a RAV4 is not a big SUV. I bleed a lot. Like, right. it's like, it's just, you stab someone 20 times, you're yeah. going to get blood. It's very sloppy. Yes. Yeah, so they, they drove the bloody car to get food and they just parked it and walked in. Like, can you imagine like you're, you're pulling up to, to the burger place and then you see someone park and get out of their car and walk in to eat next to you. And you're like, did I just see, is there a car? Yeah. Is like their car it, covered in blood. <laughs> unless everyone's just like so caught up in their own lives in this tiny town that yeah. like, I don't look around. But I don't even see how that's possible because people are so nosy. So yeah, in small towns, someone, everyone knows everyone. Yeah, but apparently not because it's you know it did it did take the cell phone for them to find her out. So mm -hmm. I don't know why the car wasn't a bigger thing and how like how do you even 
how are you their housemate? And they bring their car home, and you don't even realize, oh, the car's full of blood. Uh-huh. Like, I have a heavy flow, but that's not happening. I mean, you could probably see it from the driveway. Like, maybe all they, as far as they got, was cleaning the windows. Maybe they just put, like, a big blanket over Oh, they it. got seat covers. They bought oh, seat covers. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, well, that's better for temporary. Okay. So you get in, it's like now squish. Now I feel a little <laughs> bit better about it. Because I was like, this makes no sense to uh-huh. me. Ugh. Oh, man. They were in jail for 10 months before they got to trial. And in that time is when they started, you know, all those articles and her getting all Talk that. Talk to the media a yeah. bunch. And she, she like, went out of her way two months in to um, hit up. I forget his name. I have it somewhere. I'll take a break. What oh, yeah. Uh, Francis Scarcella. Yeah. So she waited two months after being jailed. And then she hits up Francis Scarella. And she asks him to visit her. And then they speak for an hour. And that's when she reveals that, you know, this isn't the first time I've murdered. And um, she tries to paint herself as a Lady Dexter. Yes. And but later on, she gets interviewed and she tries to like totally say that she doesn't actually like Dexter because it's so unbelievable. She prefers American Horror Story. Stupid. (laughs) And I'm like, what? Okay. I mean, I prefer American Horror Story too, but it's not because it's more believable. Uh You weirdo. It is quite possibly the least believable show on TV. Except for the Apocalypse episode. That episode oh. scared the shit out of me. I mean... The first episode of Apocalypse? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what happened. Where everyone show. in LA is, is going crazy trying to get out of the city. And oh, there's yeah. just like a massive traffic jam and people are like running on foot. And then the rich people are flying away on helicopters. Poor Billy Eichner. I oh. hated seeing him get hurt. I love him. I'm not sure how I feel about him, but... He doesn't care. Now. Yeah, he doesn't care. It's okay. If you hate him, that's fine too. That's good for him. It doesn't. Don't worry. You're not hurting him. Um, but you know, I one thing that I think is really fun about Miranda is that she is like eternally just a kid. Yeah. Like when they speak to her and they're interviewing her, one of the main complaints she says about prisoners, she's like, she says jail is so horrible because nobody gets her sense of humor, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, like this. This like police guard comes by and is like, "Hey, are you okay?" And she goes, "No, I'm bleeding to death." And then she gets upset because they bring like a medic, and she's like, "I was being sarcastic." And I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" But also, do you know what sar? This is why you shouldn't have dropped out of school because that's yeah. not what sarcasm means at all. And like, you're doing it wrong because they would have known. Also, like, uh, that's your biggest complaint about jail. That people don't get your sense of humor. Like, I guess I'm living in a prison of my own. Because literally, (laughs) like, wake up. That's everywhere, kid. She's so weird. But, I, yeah, I don't know. I just think she's funny in a lot of ways. Yeah. Her, in a lot of ways, like, she would have been a great TV writer, probably. Like, she could have written for American Horror Story. That'd be really great, like. Oh, yeah, especially this this last season was terrible. Oh, I, I won't accept the slander. I really liked 1984. Oh, just so many, just <laughs> twist after twist after twist. I really just like, like the Where twist. Where are the twists going to end? This is annoying. Oh, no. And they want you to think that every single person is the killer. I don't know. I just got, I got, I got tired of it. I like the actors. The actors oh, yeah. are all competent. That's my favorite. I mean, I think I, just because I like the actors and I like the clothing and, and I, I don't mind really campy stuff. Adam Peters it. wasn't even in it. Oh, I know. Well, he needed a break to date Halsey. He's okay? so great. He's amazing. He's dating Halsey? Yeah. 
They've been dating. After seven years of her thirst tweeting him, she finally... She went from G-Eazy to Evan Peters. Yeah. She has no type. No, and I'm glad because G-Eazy is not a good guy. Oh, yeah, but I don't don't think he claims to be... (laughs) I know, but I he's, he's. I think he's. He's just like an out proud douchebag, like dirtbag douche lord. I mean, fuck boy. On top of being all those things, he also hangs out with actual rapists. So. Oh really? Yeah. Who? Um. Well, he. I. That's disappointing. He has a lesbian mom. He's supposed to be a. I mean, I'm not saying <laughs> that he had anything to do with it, but um, I know a group of teenagers who went to his concert uh-huh. and got invited on his tour bus. And they all woke up and they got tests and they had been like they blacked out and they had been heavily drugged. Ooh. So his he's his crew. There's some shady people in his crew. And he's always mm-hmm. fucking fans. He's uh, there's this group on uh, on Facebook that I had joined to troll people. Uh, it, it, called the Skinny Confidential. Look it up. It's hilarious. Mm. It's just a bunch of white ladies white ladying. And there was a thread that someone posted that was like, "Who all in here has had sex with a celebrity and who was it and how was it?" And no lie, like ten women were like G Easy. Oh no! Did anyone <laughs> and that's say it was just good? on a Facebook post? None of them really mentioned it. And I would assume Uh-oh. if no one mentions whether it's good or bad, then that it was bad, right? Yeah. Because if it was good, so. you'd want everyone to know. I don't know, but I don't think he's concerned with quality. I think he's more of a quantity type of a guy. Yeah, he's probably definitely out for himself. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> now Miranda ended up pleading. Guilty. They got her charges reduced to second degree. And I, I actually couldn't figure out how they did that. But I know they got it down to second degree so they wouldn't have to get the death penalty. Because that was like a big deal. People were like, right. they're going to get the death penalty. Her dad said that he so strongly believes that she is a just a complete nutcase. That he would gladly hold the hand of Troy's widow while they executed his daughter. Yeah, he is not a big fan of her at all. Neither is her sister. It Her sister at least shows like a little bit of love towards her. She's like, you know, her sister actually heavily blames her mom for being, you know, in drugs and not paying attention to and her. And sending her to live with a fucking pedophile. Yeah, and even though like they, they started like it, I feel like the first interview, they're like a united front. And then later on, she's just like, it's my mom's fault. And it's really funny, but Dr. Phil, they must have been big fans because Miranda wrote an email to him in 2012 begging for him to help her with her pill-popping mom. So Before the murders. Yeah. So this was like before... Because uh, the murders in 2013, so it's like maybe, you know, months or a year before, she's asking to get on Dr. Phil with her mom. So then that also makes you think that, you know, when she was in, in jail for two months, she was probably thinking, what else can How I can do? I get on Dr. Phil? Yeah. I think that this was like a little bit of an obsession of like, well, okay, what, what do I have to use to like build this little career for myself? <laughs> she's like, oh, no, I killed so many people, like so oh, many. Oh, my gosh. Like if they're going to kill me anyway, I may as well just say that I killed like... I, I lost count. Yeah, so. I mean, wouldn't you do that? Though? Just like, practicing her inter- her. Why not? Like, interview? if you got if you got like taken to jail for a murder that you definitely messed up and you committed, you're du- you're going to jail yeah. for life. Wouldn't you just be like, oh man, I want some like special treatment. I want the interviews. Yeah. I want some photos. When I get some IMDb credits out of it. Yeah, you know, you could be the next Gypsy Rose. Who knows? <laughs> like, you gotta dream big. You know, like never stop dreaming. That's what I love about Miranda. She never uh-huh. stops. <laughs> 
So, uh, so she was initially was charged with criminal homicide, aggravated assault, simple assault, and criminal conspiracy, and possession of instruments of crime. Dun, dun, dun. I love that. It sounds so nice. Sounds <laughs> like it's worded by <laughs> Elliot himself. Instruments of crime. <laughs> oh, one thing about her dad, though, real quick. Uh-huh. Her dad also thinks that he that uh, her dad also believes that she killed one more person when she lived with him. But he doesn't give any other details on that. He just thinks that that he believes that she did that. At the very least, he believes that she killed one other person. But he yeah. doesn't know about anything no. beyond that. Did you read the part where she talked about killing her bird, Henry? No. When she was 10 years old, she Henry? was having these, these nightmares That's about killing her bird. such a cute little bird name. Bird. Yeah. And she said she loved him and she didn't want to kill him. But she killed him in her sleep. Like, she would have nightmares about killing him constantly and wake up and he'd be there. And one day she woke up and she was 10 years old and Henry was dead in his cage. That's so sad. Yeah, it is really sad. And that's like literally my worst nightmare. Like, imagine like you're like having nightmares about killing like your pet that you love more than anything and you wake up and you've done it. Like, that to me is worse than the satanic cult. Like, I understand that she had to get an in-home abortion and that she later on had to get, unfortunately, gang raped to leave the, the cult because apparently that's the only way you can get out. Uh-huh. But the worst part to me is poor Henry. Aww. She murdered Henry and she didn't even mean to. R.I.P. Henry. Yeah, I'm I feel sure, bad for him. I'm sure he was a real one. also found out that that, uh, that whole family kind of had abuse in it because... When uh, the trial for Uncle Rick happened, her mom was overheard saying, oh, no, I can't believe it happened again. What? And then it was revealed that Miranda's grandfather, who was like a big leader in the church, molested uh, members of his family, including her mother. And he only went to prison for a short amount of time and then got out and everyone pretended like, oh, nothing happened. Damn. Okay. So her mom, her mom was abused as well. Yeah. So it's like a long string of just abuse in that family. So for them, I guess it was just really hard to escape. Well, September 18th, 2014 is when they were both officially sentenced to life without parole. The only reason why they didn't get the death penalty was because they were able to prove that Troy wasn't tortured before they killed him. I guess that's a factor of criminal homicide as opposed to first-degree murder? Wow. Okay. I mean, I got, yeah, I guess. So that's the only reason the death penalty was, was off the table. Elliot has since uh, received a, uh, gotten a prison teardrop tattoo. Oh, wow. Fancy. I feel... Um, they give you those for doing poetry in prison? <laughs> probably, <laughs> right? I'm sure he's very popular in prison. I feel like he is probably having a good old time. And tiny little long-haired man. Oh, you think they let him keep his hair? Sensitive. He, I mean, I honestly think, you know, I, I've heard people, like I've heard Miranda's sister now put the blame on him, but uh-huh. I really don't think that it was his idea to do the murder. Doesn't he look like a... Aww. Like... They they look like a good match. Like, they're a cute couple. You know what? Like, I understand why they wanted a murder together. <laughs> 19 days later, they were like, we just got to do this together. We uh-huh. just got to bond. <laughs> like, it was what's going to solidify their wedding. Uh-huh. It's the real, real honeymoon, you know? If they had never murdered, uh, they probably would have just had a, a honeymoon uh, in a cemetery, uh, grown up, become morticians together. I don't know. 
Yeah. Well, it's weird because they they are so similar that, I mean, no matter what, something was going to happen. Because mm -hmm. later on, that investigator, Jill Burke, also finds out that Elliot hallucinates he has like a friend named Isaac that follows him everywhere. Oh, really? That he speaks to. Um, so there's a lot of parallels to the to the Gypsy Rose. Yeah, case. it's really weird. I mean, I guess like love finds a way. You know, like everyone does have a match in a weird way. Like I, you know, like we spend so much time <laughs> as humans thinking like, oh man, I'm so weird. No one's gonna get me. But uh -huh. like literally, for every person, there is a match and. These two people found each other and they were like two peas in a pod in such a like special way. Yeah, and now they're, they're two peas in a cell. Yeah, separated but still bonded. <laughs> and he says he still wears his wedding ring and he still loves her. Oh, so. wow. Now, if, you, if you're a, a lady in a relationship with a man and uh, you're just concerned, you can't get him to commit. Miranda did. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's actively trying to kill herself <laughs> because she's like not because she feels bad about the murders she says she only tried to kill herself because she feels bad about embarrassing the family and her daughter and i'm like that's not the biggest issue here you killed people you killed people oh she unscrewed the a light bulb that was in her cell and smashed it on the ground and uh tried to use the shards to to slash herself with and was very upset that none of them were sharp enough yeah. Back to the drawing board. To try, try, try again, but hopefully she does not succeed. Her entire downfall is lack of planning. Uh, that's what I don't understand. I don't understand any of this. I also just think, like, all avoidable. All of it. Especially <laughs> the satanic cult. Uh -huh. And I'm just, like, I really want to know, like, if this cult exists. Hey, Forrest. She never named names. She Just never forced. gave a last name, and she never gave the name of the cult slash gang. Yeah. It's definitely just just a racist gang. It's, uh -huh. <laughs> they don't do anything with Satanism. And her whole, like, I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't really think that she has a demon in her. I do believe people can get possessed, and I do believe in demons, but I think getting freaky in bed doesn't make you possessed. <laughs> like, I think she's uh -huh. just, like, a bad girl in bed. Right. Like, there's nothing But also that. definitely multiple mental illness diagnoses yeah definitely so it's weird because i i, I just desperately want to know how they met and i couldn't find mm -hmm. it but i just want to know you think they met on like a a message board or like a some some creepy pasta uh subreddit or something get me on the creepy pasta <laughs> subreddit i want to uh, be on there they must have i feel like they met on reddit yeah i mean it's weird because i'm just like how i this is what i don't understand is how do people actually get off the e like email and and message boards and meet in person? That's mm -hmm. you know. <sighs> well, that's how people get murdered. But you're yeah. not going to be afraid of getting murdered if you're a murderer, right? I mean, I guess so. Maybe they discussed their murder fantasies when they first started talking to each other. Yeah. And then they were like, one day we need to meet because. I'm in love with you over these emails and I think we should meet and maybe get married and then maybe kill some people together. We'll never know. So sad because they had that great house with Shay and things were chilling and they had breakfast and they, it was a clean place. So they could have <laughs> had a good life. Honestly, like they could have had a good life. <laughs> I don't understand what was happening. And why they're, they're, uh, 
Their love of cleanliness didn't translate to their crime scene. Final words? Final words, man. You know what? It's 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 tough. There's no final words here because I feel like we're still <laughs> probably going to hear some some uh-huh. Miranda lies come out oh, <laughs> in a couple yeah. of years. She'll probably come up with something else. Though so. she can't be paroled, I'm I'm sure she's been calling. She's been calling uh, journalists and reporters oh, yeah. and whoever can make her famous. She's definitely saying that she has a lot of male fans that send her letters. Oh, really? And I was like, what dudes are out there like, yes, murder me, mommy, <laughs> to like a little girl? <laughs> Like what? Like we we really are like we are so doomed. Murder me, mommy. <laughs> like what's happening? Emails from Drake. Yeah, it's just Drake being like, "Hey, <laughs> that could have been me, and I would have loved it." <laughs> do you think that's what he wants Millie Bobby Brown to do to him? <laughs> oh, Billy, Billy, Millie, Millie. Oh, Millie, Billy, Millie Bobby Brown, right? Well, he's also in a Billy, right? Oh, Billie Eilish, yeah. Oh no, he's oh. into he's into girls with young girls with old lady names. Yeah, wow. He, I am very interested to see how that goes. But hey, for um, for Super Miranda, I hope she's <laughs> doing okay. I hope that I I hope that there's one more visit between her and Elliot. Elliot, I hope that they get to meet up one more time. And to have a, a crazy baby? No. No, I don't want them to have any more babies. And I, more than anything, I hope that her daughter is safe. I uh, hope uh-huh. that if if all of this bad stuff happened, I really do hope that that child gets to grow up and is untouched by all of this negativity. And never finds out who their mom is. Yeah, I really hope so, because that is like the scariest thing. And if, if the child is in foster care, then I imagine that the family gave the child up because they were like, that's that is the best chance because uh-huh. we're surrounded by pedophiles and yeah. drug addicts and people who make up lies. So yeah. let's get out of here. Yeah. So we can only hope that a uh, little baby, uh, whatever her maiden name is. <laughs> yeah. Dean or Barbara. I don't know. Baby Dean. Ex baby Dean. Never. Never does a 23 in me. Never. Shannon. Woo. Thank you so much for coming on. This was a. Uh, this was fun. Yay, thank you. And I just want to say again, this was not the real work of Satanists. Satanists are good people. <laughs> you just listened to episode 44 of Women Who Kill. Hey, if you want to send me an email, send it on over to wwkpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to support the show with your dollars, best way to do it, head on over to patreon.com slash kaichoice. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash k-a-i-c-h-o-y-c-e. Join the Women Who Kaluminati. Get free things, bonus content, access to the VIP archives of the show. Every episode that's been made so far, you can access it there. The most recent 10 episodes will always be free on Apple Podcasts and everywhere else the podcasts are found. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week.